0: This is the Aftermarket Radio Network. Welcome everyone to yet another episode of Diagnosing the Aftermarket A to Z. I'm Matt Fonslow and today I'm going to read off an article I wrote uh, for Apex. It's still weird to say, but last year I was awarded with the uh, Apex Technician of the Year. And really a few months ago, somebody from Apex reached out and asked if I would write something. Must be for a magazine of theirs or a flyer that goes out. And uh, they really didn't get back to me after that. But I ended up writing something in it. I think it at least uh, offers some stuff to think about and just worth discussing. So I think I'll just start out by reading that and then maybe pulling out a few th- more things or elaborating. First of all, though, I'd really like to thank our sponsor. Planning on attending Apex? Make sure to stop by the NAP Auto Care booth on the first floor for a meet and greet with the 2021 NHRA champion, Ron Caps. He will be there on Tuesday, November 1st, between 1030 and 1130 a.m. So, yeah, I'm, let me read this quick. And uh, I'll read it out loud so you can follow along. Lost time is never found again. A quote by Benjamin Franklin. Time. It's quite the concept, isn't it? This could evoke a discussion about thermodynamics and the arrow of time dictated by entropy. It's arguably our very most valuable resource. Individually, it's in an account that is constantly draining, and none of us really has any idea how much is left. From a business standpoint... It is also our most valuable commodity, although we do have a much, much better idea of how much time is available per day, per week, per month, or year to sell. We could consider an automotive repair facility's relationship with its clients much like a triangle, with the client-vehicle owner, shop management, and employees, technicians, advisors, etc. making up the three points. All three are selling their time to one another. The employees are selling their time to the business. The shop is selling its time to the client, and the client is selling their time by choosing us to service their vehicles, and slightly more indirectly, the amount of time they have to work to produce the funds to pay us. I suppose in many cases, dollars and cents are just a tangible representation of time. Time in our profession is something always discussed and always under watch. How much time to do this? How much time did it really take to do that? How much time will it take before I get my vehicle back? How much more time do I get paid for that service? When should I take some time off? How much paid time off do I get? How much, how much, time, time, time. An hour sitting with a pretty girl on a park bench passes like a minute. But a minute sitting on a hot stove seems like an hour. A quote by Albert Einstein. While performing a diagnostic analysis, time can evaporate. We often use egg timers or a timer on our phones to keep from spending more time than sold to analyze an issue and come to a diagnosis, or at least come up with an estimate for more time and direction we'd like to take to arrive at an accurate diagnosis. We as professionals in a trade that sells time must strive to manage our time for the benefit of all. What about some of our free time? What about some of our free time? All we have to decide is what to do with the time that is given us. A quote by Gandalf the Grey. I think we can agree that we may have two distinct regions of free time. Free time at work and free time at home. Free time at work may not really be free to us to choose how we spend. It may be cleaning and organizing the shop, etc. Some shops allow us to use that free time to train. There are a fair number of entities out there that provide quality online training, both live and learn at your own pace. These provide a tremendous opportunity for making use of time at work that may be even scheduled. These provide a tremendous opportunity for making use of time at work that may even be scheduled to expand our knowledge and skills. If you're an owner or manager, I would strongly urge you to look into providing these opportunities to your staff. Free time at work to use for training is difficult enough, but time at home may even be more so. It's our time. Time to do with what we want or have to if you have a family, not work more. And yet, this is what the top techs do. They dedicate their free time at home to learn more. It may be making use of online training the shop is hopefully now providing. It may even be paying for it yourself. There's lots of free training available from quality providers. There's also networking, hanging out on the professional networks with other technicians or social media groups, discussing vehicles, testing, repair techniques, new technologies, tooling, equipment, etc. 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 It's also about making lifelong friends, friends that you can help out of a jam, but they can also be there to help you get out of a jam. All the above leads to one thing, improving your value due to increased knowledge, skill, capability, and resources. Time is our most valuable resource. How will you choose to invest it? So that was the, the article I wrote. Um, I don't know, it maybe could have used a little polish here and there, but I think the gist of it is, is that Time is by far our most valuable resource. Nothing else even competes. Even from a business standpoint, labor sold should have much higher profitability than everything else. Not that it would completely supplant everything, but that's a general, it's generally accepted that that's the case. And yet we find people not just. In the motoring public, devaluing our time, but we also find those of us in it devaluing our time. And I'm not even talking about, you know, shop owners scoffing at how much time it took to do this or that, or the labor time guide is the end all be all. I'm really talking about technicians and shop owners that truly truly struggle to charge what they're quote unquote worth, which it's a vague term, right? What are you worth? It's a terrible question, honestly. But again, at least from a business standpoint, there's a means to calculate that out. How much do you need to make to make ends, not only make ends meet, right? We got to do better than just make ends meet. That's the bare, bare, bare minimum to get by a rough patch is make ends meet. We need the profit. We got to continue to evolve with the vehicles coming in, continue to evolve with the vehicles coming in, which means updating tooling, maintaining tooling, even that's tooling that doesn't seem to change over the years. We still need to maintain that. And so we need to profit. And another driving force as to why I'm really rattling off this article And talking about time is, I don't think I remember a time or an era where I've seen shops close. So just kind of within, I'll just say a narrow radius, a small radius of where I work, three shops have closed. And all three, if you will, would be on the lower end of the spectrum when it comes to cost or labor rate what they're charging the clients and that's i think we all used to say that would happen i I think that's what we all thought should happen you know quote unquote should because let's be honest we do need certain entities out there that have the lower labor rate and service a certain clientele they do have value to us They, they really do to the point of it's really our shop we carry uh the business cards for some of those shops that charge less than we do. Somebody is not going to be happy with our services or really more specifically our prices. That There's nothing condescending about it. We're sending them to somebody that hopefully will give them the experience they're looking for at the price they're looking for. It's kind of shocking. It's still very shocking to me that these businesses closed and all three we're on the lower end of the labor rate spectrum. And as much as I can almost hear people and you know, their inner monologues going or their response to this is being no kidding. How long have we been saying that? I mean, when I first started, we kept saying how things would have to change. The shops are gonna have to They're just going to have to start investing in tooling and they're just going to have to start investing in training and they're going to have to raise their rates or they're just never going to be able to keep up. Yeah. It only took like 25 years. They were just fine. And now, now it seems like it might be starting to rear its ugly head within honestly the last, I mean, it's, it's probably less than five years, five years might be a stretch, it might be less than five years where we're really starting to see it hurt and the ones that aren't bumping their rates up, which there's been a couple of offhand. I can think of a couple shops. And then when I'm saying this, I'm very locally, very near to um, the shop I work at. There's really been a couple that have changed strategies from being that the lower end of the labor spectrum or labor rate spectrum to start really bumping their rates. Hey guys, Matt here talking to you about what the NAPA Auto Care Center program can do for your business. You probably already know the NAPA brand is the most recognized and trusted name in the automotive aftermarket industry. In fact, studies show nearly 95% of customers recognize NAPA and associate it with quality parts, service, and technical expertise. So why not complete a pro image upgrade and take advantage of that pro image is a co-branding program for the exterior and interior of your shop on the outside it includes the Napa colors and distinctive Napa signage while the public may know you as a reliable locally owned business a pro image upgrade helps set your shop apart from the competition even further it is also a visual signal to your customers and potential customers that you and Napa are partners most importantly pro image really works. This co-branding opportunity has helped Napa Auto Care Centers across the country increase their car counts and sales. In fact, those that have completed the Pro Image project enjoy an average of 23% sales increase during their first year. Pro Image upgrades are also available for the interior of your shop. A Pro Image interior upgrade transforms your customer waiting area from merely utilitarian to warm and welcoming. The goal is to maintain your shop's independent identity while enhancing the customer's experience. You can get a free look at what a Pro Image exterior or interior upgrade can look like by visiting the Napa AutoCare member site and clicking on the Napa Pro Image link under the Napa Pro Image tab, or contact your local Napa Auto Parts store. Your servicing Napa Store can tell you more about Pro Image plus the hundreds of other reasons to become part of the Napa AutoCare family the largest network of independent auto repair shops in the country. Funny enough, one of them, you know, this is a few years ago, they sent a vehicle down my way. And honestly, it's because uh, I had the scan tool to do it more than anything. It wasn't a skill level, I don't think, but had the tool for the job. And uh, when he stopped by, the owner of the shop stopped by to pick up the vehicle and he's We're visiting in the back and, you know, he's just looking at all the equipment. And yes, laptops, scan tools, scopes, but also new alignment machine, the lighting in the shop, the computers for like service information, set up stations, if you will, workstations, the uh, AGA powertrain table. You know, how can you afford all this? And so we just got to discussing about it. Parts matrixes, labor rates, multiple labor rates, tiered labor rates, the diagnostic rate having to be, you know, almost uh, uncomfortably higher than the regular rates. You know, it's easy to say what it should be. And logically, it's got to be where it's at to profit the same as you would other work. And... You know, whether you think you should be profiting more for it or not, it's maybe the subject for another discussion, but it's easier said than done that when you know your door rate is X and your diagnostic rate is X times 2 or X times 1.5, it starts adding up. If your labor rate's a $100 an hour base door rate, diagnostic rate is 200 or 150. And yes, matter-of-factly, that's where it should be. It's the very good reason for it. But uh, it is tough. But that not only pays for the tooling and the subscriptions, the service information, the training, the sheer amount of training. Like that money gets spent awful fast. He's kind of taking the position that he can't do it. He could never charge that much. His clients would never allow it. They would bolt. And again, this is stuff you hear all the time, and I suppose it's easy to become callous to it. But again, you know the shop is this guy's livelihood, <laughs> so it's a, it's kind of a catch twenty two, right? Like you need more money to make it your livelihood, but you're scared to death of losing what you have, and you see it time and time again. Not just not just auto repair shops, everywhere, time and time again. It's easy to say when it's not your money. It's easy to say when it's not your, you know, concern. If the shop goes down, it probably helps you more than hurts you. But uh yeah, he he resisted. And I think the uh bills were piling up, or at least he wasn't profiting as much as he needed to. He was not on a good path to retirement. Uh so he brought in a you know, he went to an entity to help. And this isn't like taking credit for knowing what this company knows or anything like that. I just, there's so much information out there. There's so many resources available to us on how to help our shops, even save our shops, save our businesses. That's just the stuff I said. It was nothing new, nothing groundbreaking. I think any number of you could easily have rattled off this same thing and probably more reasonably than I did. But I think it was... The fact that he had to write out a big, big check to them, that he had to follow their advice and is essentially following the advice or not that I was doling out advice, but this is what we do. This is why we do it. And uh, it's its really turned things around for him. It's pretty awesome to see, actually. So, yeah, it, it kind of takes us back to time. And a question I get which kind of feeds into this as well, is how to start moving up that ladder and becoming, you know, an expert, kind of not unlike what uh, the last episode was about, on becoming an expert and 10,000 hours kind of being incomplete. But you do have to invest time. And time is kind of one of those sacrifices, if you will. That you're going to have to make and maybe that time comes out of some family time because I've done that most of the time that time came out of sleep time. Uh, That's a lot of um, four hour nights, uh, especially years and years ago, but still from time to time. And it may be it may be on professional forums like IATN, like Diagnostic Network. The growing number of social media groups out there. Also just friends. You know, whether we have a Skype group or a messenger group of some sort, so much information, so many smart people, so many different perspectives, right? It's like, it doesn't always have to come down to sheer intelligence, just getting someone else's perspective and thinking about things differently, Approaching things differently. And then there's the YouTube channels, the scanner Danners, the Mario Ruiz, Super Mario, the um, Oz mechanics, just so many. Like I even feel bad starting to rattle some off because I'm going to forget good ones. There's really bad ones, right? I mean, we all know some really, really awful, awful ones. That you end up watching more out of sheer entertainment than you do to try to glean any amount of knowledge. But there's also some pretty darn good ones that, again, offer perspective. And sometimes they absolutely blow your mind uh, on how a different way to approach a problem, a different way to look at data. Just actually learning how something truly works. Not what service information says. Because sometimes service information tells you only enough to help you fix the issue or fix the symptom, replace the part. It doesn't really care about the theory of operation. Even if it's in a content area called theory and operation, it's probably extremely generic, probably theoretically wrong. And they don't care because you only need to know enough to fix the car. You really don't need to know how the system really works or why they're doing it. They're not going to tell you why they're retarding the cam timing on the exhaust cam. Sure, EGR effect, but they're really not going to go much deeper than that. And all the benefits for emissions and fuel economy offered by introduction of inert gas into the combustion process. They're not going to bring that up. So yeah, I guess... I don't know if it's a sign of age. I don't think so. It's not a sign of age because I'm very, very honestly, time has weighed on me for a long time, very much even in my teenage years, just how finite it is in the grand scheme, how and it's not even a blink of an eye that we're, we're here and gone. So time has always weighed heavily on me. And then, of course, The physics perspective, it's very mind-blowing that our concept of time is completely wrong. Almost 100% conjured. Maybe something, if you get really bored, you can look into model-dependent realism. The direction of time, of course, which thermodynamics and entropy do a good job of defining. Uh, Also, quantum entanglement is heavily involved, which probably is more related to thermodynamics than I let on. We even talk about time wrong. We should very rarely call it just straight-up time. It really is space time. And the only reason that's important is uh, an acknowledgement of how time is relative and how there is no universal time, that it's very, very personal time. And I don't even mean personal like Me versus you versus someone else. Almost every point in space has its own clock, if you will. And so that stuff just fascinates me. I I love reading about that, studying that, trying to wrap my head around it. And then there's the definition of time that I'm talking about here and valuing your time, not just professionally, but. Personally, how valuable that time is, and to spend it, you hate to say wisely, because what does that even mean? But I think, like I tell my kids, never, ever, ever wish away time. And then also, I think you just try to minimize the regrets. So if you're doing something you enjoy, that is not a waste. It doesn't matter what everyone else thinks. If you really enjoy binge watching Netflix, have at it. Some other people may view that as a complete waste of time, but you're going through an experience doing so. It doesn't matter that they're out hiking and experiencing nature. If that's what they value, good for them. Have at it. And then I guess back to professionally to kind of tie this all up is as individuals working in a business, we have to respect the business time as well. Our time there is kind of like space time. It's shared, shared time with the business, the shop that we have to, they really coincide. They're two sides of the same coin and we have to respect our time. And in doing so, we should automatically respect the shop's time and vice versa. And respect, not just like, you know, reverence and I respect you, but also how that gets translated to the customer or the client, be it charging for that time, promoting or really explaining the value of that time. We might call it selling, selling the value of the time. That's true. But it's, I don't think we have to sell. And I'm probably abusing the word sell a little bit there. But it's uh, just explaining it, that technician's time is valuable. The shop's time is valuable. We should each value each other's time. We should not very much not only respect the client's time, but be very thankful for their time, that they've chosen to spend their time with us so you know the bill comes up to be five hundred dollars that could be if the bill comes up to be like five hundred dollars i mean that could be a week's worth of work or half a week's worth of work or you know who knows but that's essentially what it is you know they're handing you over dollars and cents but it's essentially time they had to put time in somewhere or will be. <laughs> will be putting in time somewhere if they paid with a credit card. So yeah, I guess to uh, wrap this up a little bit, I think I just urge everyone to step back uh, from the chaos for a few moments and look around, whether you're doing this at home or at at work or on the drive to or from, and just consider the value of time your time, the shop's time. And if you're in management, vice versa, the the shop's time, the technician's time, your time within the shop and everyone's time outside of the shop, right? I mean, that's part of it too, is to put everybody, everybody, ownership, management, technicians in a position to be able to enjoy their off time as well as best we can, right? And there's Always caveats, you know, I think almost everything I say has to come with a disclaimer with caveat, caveat, caveat. But I think that's the general idea is to try to not only exceed or excel at the shop during business hours, but to also excel after hours. So I just want to thank everyone for taking the time, your time. Uh, to listen I really really appreciate your time sending the uh, messages and uh, sending me ideas if you have any ideas or would like to be on the show please don't re- hesitate to reach out to me I'm really easy to get a hold of on social media Facebook messenger uh, you can also email me at Mattfonsocast at gmail.com and I would really like to thank our sponsor Napa thank you The Aftermarket Radio Network for making this all possible. Tracy for not rubbing it in my face that I thanked her for the editing work she does. And until next time, take care. You've been listening to Matt Fonslow, diagnosing the aftermarket A to Z on the Aftermarket Radio Network. Follow Matt on your favorite listening app. He's very interested in what you have to say. Let him know what you'd like him to cover and come on the show. Matt is all for advancing the aftermarket. Find Matt Fonslow on social media and connect or on aftermarketradionetwork.com.